Welcome back to the Grim and Perilous podcast. I'm Adam Rose. Here tonight, we are playing Radiator. It's a play session, and uh, those of you who are tuning in and listening in, thank you for supporting us on the Patreon. So, who wants to go over what happened last time? I can do it. Go for it. Uh, so, last session, we uh, continued our escapades in the hospital. That went swimmingly. We overcame fear of the darkness and managed to... We, we picked up right as we collected the medical supplies, uh, except for we also found we were not alone. We barricaded the door, well, closed it really, and then kind of just braced ourselves against it, uh, kind of figuring out what to do to buy us a little bit of time. Uh, then Zed and... Merle? Merle. No. no. Bernardo. Bernardo. Zed and Bernardo uh, found a, a way to get out through the ceiling and just kind of follow that path along. Uh, Stop right there. Someone else pick it up. Jason does it every single time. That's because he's got a good memory. Yep. Yeah, I don't. So, me and uh, Frank here decided that we're going to barricade and trap this door. Mm-hmm. So, he starts... He spot welds the door shut and then starts heating the door. I set up around the door these uh, basically equivalent to a shock trap. So that way if they do come through that door, they would potentially take damage doing so. And or be repelled by the sudden uh, being stripped by damage. So we did our job of holding the... We, we held the door. Oh, we hold the door. While the others decided to scout ahead. Then we kind of did split up a bit uh, mm-hmm. to where Michael's character decided to kind of crawl through the headspace, finding a way possibly out, but to unknown locations. And so uh, the door ended up holding, mm-hmm. uh, and we all ended up evacuating out through the ceiling, dropping down into this bloody, bloody room uh, where it looked like almost like an insane asylum where the walls were padded but uh, it must have been occupied by a guy named Kyle because there were holes in the walls everywhere. Well, no, there there was some padding but some had also been removed over time. Yeah. Yeah. So there was bare wall exposed and that's where a lot of the blood was, yeah. Yeah. But yes, there was hole in sheetrock. Yes. Uh-huh. And so... Uh, I believe it was Koenig who first scouted the hall, if we want to call it scouting the hall. Uh, But it was uh, the real MVP of all this uh, was actually uh, Jen's character, Alexia, Mm -hmm. who had the brilliant idea of using a hologram to distract uh, this group of... We don't know what was actually out there, but I mean, you knew there was a lot of them. So that basically ran around in the circle, keeping them all busy while we were able to... Uh... Yeah, I don't think we had any kind of combat at all. We were so, just able to stealthily sneak out. So you're <laughs> saying Shadowmancy tricks is something good to use against my- creatures of the mindless trait. Yeah. yeah. Tricks yeah. are not for just kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're also no longer fruit shapes, but that's a whole conspiracy theory on its own. It's because we're adults now. We don't see, can't see it. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, Ed Cannon accepted. <laughs> Face it, when you were younger, they were fruit shaped. Now they're just spheres. Uh, well, there's a slight age difference between us. When I was younger, they were spheres, and then they turned into fruit as I got a little bit older. Just enough to be a real kid. Yeah, just enough to be a real kid. See, yeah. when he said that all I could hear was, I didn't really get the reference, because when I was a kid, the Cookie Crisp was a dog, not a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I just laughed so I could be in the group. <laughs> uh, but yeah, right. that was basically it. We were able to, through slow, careful consideration... Not die. Mm-hmm. Some lucky uh, chaos rolls on my part for you guys. Yeah. Lots of close calls where it, it showed six and then just happened to roll one more. <laughs> sure, yeah. For them to notice you. Yeah, because I was really surprised that door didn't break down. Me too. I was really expecting that. Uh, but, yeah, so we were able to get out. We When we got out of the hospital, realized that it was dark. And so we decided to not run through the city blind in the dark. Cowards. Instead, find a... Uh, I'm pretty sure you're scared of the dark. So you <laughs> temporary them. shelter. Yeah, find a temporary shelter. Uh, bed down for the night. Dark. Took some shifts. And uh, we're going to make our way back to the gas station. Mm-hmm. Back to base. I'm not right. scared of the dark. I'm just worried for Frank. You all made it through the evening. You wake, you wake up here in this abandoned house. Uh, building more or less. You're in an industrial district at the moment. That you're passing through. You, you got out of the, where the hospital was, and then uh, found an area that would be less likely to be inhabited by people. As I'm doing air quotes, um, but because of what's in this city is largely people who are not really considered people anymore. When you wake up, uh, you can see your breath. Breath. As it's getting, you can see your breath. Thank you. As it's getting colder uh, and colder at night. Uh, now, as it's moving into later fall, you all wake up, pack up your uh, your your bedding or what not you may have with you. Um, is there anything else you wish to do before you set out? Um, since we arrived in the dark, I would like to kind of search the building more at once. And you said it's a smallish house. It's secure. We got a couple hours while everybody's packing up, or at least an hour while everybody's packing stuff up. Sure. Take a moment to kind of peek around, see if we can scrounge anything useful. Yeah, so the building that you came in, mm-hmm. um, it had a, do- a door that was sort of rectangular in shape, like it may have at one point been um, a door. Not, not rectangular as in like an ordinary door, not, not tall-wise, but length-wise. Oh. It was a rectangular and when you had initially walked in and you, you were sh- shining around with your flashlights, you you saw a whole bunch of rubble, and there's basically just a walkway through until you got to the remnants of a staircase. Um, you went up into that area that the staircase led to, and there was a desk in there that was overturned. You take a look in, in those... Uh, uh, cabinets, and while there's nothing, the desk, while there's nothing in there, you actually find a couple of uh, loose bolts, as uh, as you find five bolts. Oh, snap! 
Roll a d6 chaos die for me. Four. Okay. Yeah, you find uh, five bolts in there. And this place looks as if it may have held something at one point. Like, you you take a look at uh, some of the walls and paints chipped off of some areas more than the others. And you can almost make an outline of what used to be. Maybe some more cabinets or chairs or maybe even a couch or something. But this... There's nothing in here besides this desk. Um, you turn around and look into the main building, as you can see it, because the wall is missing from what used to be maybe an upstairs office. Uh, and you look up, as daylight is shining in, there is no roof on this building. Um, this building was pretty much a, a block that was open up to the sky, and it just had four walls. Um, you look out onto the main floor that extends for quite some time, and you imagine that if you wanted to spend the better portion of the day digging through this rubble, you might find out what's under the rubble. But anything that has a path to it, um, like you see, you see another cabinet down below, or um, you see some some empty uh, containers uh, that look to be like they may have been cardboard at one point, but might have uh, hardened over and uh, worn down over time. They they do appear at first glance to have been picked over. Okay. Uh, I'm going to toss a bolt to uh, Killian. A bolt. Like one you screw into, into a desk to help keep it together. I'm going to toss one of the bolts I found to him. Mm-hmm. And bolt look at him and go. Thing. Well, since you won't let me patch up, you might as well pay Phil a goodie to patch up when we get back. But yes, that is the oh, point of us money. going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you still might charge you for it, so maybe that'll uh, help. They always say first one is free. We shall see. I've seen you fight. You're going to need a second. Yeah, I will. But uh, we should head out. Well, the sun is in the sky. So you don't want to commit the day to... Searching over this uh, building? No. Okay. So, what we're going to do is we're going to see if we can get back. Uh, we're going to see if we can get back to the, uh, the gas station where uh, Garth and all the others are, are held up at. Um, in order to do that, it's everybody's favorite time of the game, we're going to have to do a wilderness exploration. Yay. Yay. See if we get see if we get back. So we are going to need someone to make sure that they know which roads to take to uh, to tell us whether or not to turn left or right at intersections. Navigation, right? Yep, I'll take that one. Okay, we're going to need uh, someone to make sure that uh, all of the gear gets back safely. Should you need to stop and eat, which you, you will probably end up stopping and eating during your journey, journey or at least eating along the way, taking care of the foodstuffs, etc. Survival. Who's got that? Okay, Alexia. And then uh, the last thing that you'll need is you'll need somebody to scout ahead, scout behind, make sure that's not, that nothing's coming up on you. It'd be stealth awareness. It'd be stealth. I got that. Okay. So... Uh, this terrain is going to be, uh, standard. Okay. Uh, standard navigation. I got a 50 chance. Uh, nine success. Okay. So success. 
The survivalist conservation skills lead to a more comfortable campsite when the time is right to... Oh, that's survivalist. Navigation. You're successful in navigating the way, um, and you move along this particular stretch, which is only a one-stretch journey, uh, without getting lost. Uh, so when it comes time to eat, you only need one day's worth of provisions for each day that they travel. The next up will, uh, will be the survivalist. 52. This one's a standard test. 26. Okay. Success. All right. Okay, so uh, should you ever need to stop and rest for any reason, like uh, need to rest up, um, you will find that you'll be able to rest up to unhindered instead of imperiled as uh, Koenig is uh, pointing the direction. He's like, no, uh, I remember it's right this way, left this way, because... Uh, he names off a mnemonic that he remembered um, in order to uh, uh, determine how many rights and left there were. Boogity, 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 boogity. It's because I can count to six on one hand. Choose I can count sets of 12. So it's far more efficient. <laughs> the, uh, uh, the survivalist is uh, making sure that uh, the food is kept in a nice, dry, cool place. <laughs> Um, making sure that people don't dawdle, get too distracted by uh, anything that uh, comes up and um, tells them to avoid any poisonous plants that may come up along the way. The last one is a scout, and this one is going to be a standard stealth test. All right, so I have a 56% chance. That's an 86, but because I have situational awareness, I'm going to reroll it. And that's a 16. Success. Okay. All right, so that's a success, too. About partway through the, uh, the journey, uh, Zed comes back and he warns people, hey, there's, uh, uh, there's some noise on up ahead. We may want to um, catch our lunch here for for a while and see if the noise moves on. You stop and you eat your daily meal. Okay, so you stop to uh, eat your meal, so go ahead and mark off any any rations you may have or water you may have. And for those who, uh, since we're introducing radiation rules uh, a little, little bit more as time goes along, for those who have clean water, you don't need to make a test. It's perfectly clean for those who have uh, regular water that they may have bottled up from a stream or something like that. You'll need to make a standard toughness test. And for those who have uh, dirty water, you will need to make a uh, um, challenging toughness test to see if you withstand to be uh, radiation that's within the water. So for my thing, mm-hmm. challenging. What, I don't want to resist it? You want to resist it the first time? Absolutely. You want to resist it every time, honestly. But but to heal? Yeah. So if I resist it, I heal. Yeah, if you successfully resist, you heal one step once every 24 hours. Okay. It's like the elven trait for sleeping, but this is right. uh, uh, for passing a test. Four, resist. Yeah. So it's a, it's a oh, standard it's toughness right. test. Um, okay. You, you know, read the rules once. Watch. Yeah. I was. I failed. Okay. So, uh, bear in mind for that. It's a standard, you said? Yeah. Or no, for uh, dirty, dirty waters. waters. It's challenging. Challenging. Negative 10. Yeah. Right. 
I am doomed. So that's what, 34? Three, or 13, pass. Anybody who who didn't need to make a test, don't worry about it. Those who passed, raise your hand. Passed. Okay, you guys are fine. And uh, Bernardo, because you have the ancestral trait of radioactive healing, I think it's called, um, first time you pass a uh, test to resist radi a toughness test to resist radiation um, within 24 hours, you go one step up the damage condition track. Yeah, on a harm now. Um, for for those anybody fail, I failed. Okay. I failed. Um, what type of water were you drinking, Koenig? Dirty water. You were dirty water. Okay, so you will you will suffer two d ten. Plus two, so that's 13 radiated peril. Yikes. Right there. Just gotcha. Yep, got me by one. Okay, then uh, you'll also suffer six rats. What was the thing about the survival and going to unhindered, though, you were talking about? If you, need, if you stop during this uh, trip, because you need to rest for any reason, when you do rest, you'll go up to unhindered instead of imperiled. When you say rest, you mean sleep? Or rest because we're sitting and eating? Uh, stop the journey. So, sleep. sleep. So. Yeah. All right. Now, if you drink water, how often? Once a day? Once a day. So I'm going to make this check once a day. Yeah, pretty much. If you, if you drink some dirty water, yeah. Twenty-seven. That's what I have to nail every day. Twenty-seven or lower. Right, and that's if you're drinking the worst water available. So theoretically, we could share our water. Yes, you can share the water, and then like if you even if you come across just ordinary water that's out there, like in a lake or something that's not been gathered from someplace, you know, that has some radiation in it, just the standard radiation that's left from the bombs exploding, then you'd be making a standard test as opposed to a challenging test. Um, yeah, it's, it's a way to introduce radiation into the system more because, uh, you know, like corruption, you, you would be coming against corruption more often in, in the system. So we're testing out how this works. So is drinking water something that's always been there, or you just added it for this? I just added it because we're developing how to do, yeah. how to, fine. How to handle radiation. It, so I yeah. was curious. After you stop to eat, uh, now comes the time where we need to test and see if there's any sort of an encounter. So uh, you were going along a moderately dangerous uh, road as this is a section of the city that isn't as po uh, populated by the Feral Revenants. Normally, we'd be rolling a we'd be rolling 2d6 for the amount of danger that's out here, but because your scout had told you to stop and uh, take lunch then, there's a little bit less of a chance going on. So we got 1d6. And that's a 3. So, he was right to stop. When you, when you continue your journey, uh, the, there is no more sound, anything like that. You uh, are walking down these uh, abandoned streets where you see a bunch of dilapidated houses, 
a lot of the trees don't have any leaves on them as uh, most of the leaves have fallen off uh, from the fall. Uh, it's warmed up a little bit. Uh, you no longer see your breath and um, it's been, it's a couple hours past the sun's zenith when you do arrive at the filling station. When you arrive at the filling station, you see a Roanoke Street Sprinter out in front of it, but this one doesn't have a cow pulling it by the front. This one has um, a hood on it, and uh, uh, you see that this one actually has glass in the in the back of in the back windshield, and. Uh, you walk up to the to the the gas station. You put noodles away in the, in what would serve as a stable, um, which would you know to us would look like a car wash. And uh, as you approach the door to the to the gas station, um, the door swings open, and you see uh, a woman step outside, and she almost bumps into whoever's first. We'll just say it's Franklin. And uh, she almost bumps into you, and she uh, looks surprised, and she's covered in what kind of looks like a hooded poncho, and, and it's uh, got some netting in between uh, some seat belts that were taken and sewn into the netting, and they're just using it, and the seat belts are like clipped in front of her, and uh, she looks at uh, you surprised. She's got something over her face, like it's keeping out the dust, and she steps to the side, and um, just continues on and stands near this uh, street sprinter that looks a lot like the ones you have. My apologies. And uh, she looks back at you and she nods, um, and she just continues to go on her way and stand by the uh, the, the vehicle. So the lot of you head inside. As soon as you actually make it, make it inside the the building, you hear you hear this voice say, "Why are we still discussing something that's already been decided?" And he slams on the table. You hear this from inside Garth's office, and you hear some mumbling going on in there from what would sound like Garth's voice. And uh, when you when you walk in, there's there's three people there that you haven't met before. There's three men. One of them uh, has uh, a military rifle on him, and he, he gets a little nervous, and he puts his right arm behind his back as if he's going for it, but he doesn't want to draw it on you because there's six of you, and you look like you might be able to hand, handle yourselves. Um, another another uh, person has uh, got a pipe rifle slung over his back, and then another one looks like he's got a whole bunch of backpacks and stuff on him and uh, like all sorts of like pots and pans dangling from his backpacks. And he uh, he's holding on to like a butcher's cleaver that's hanging from his his packs. And he, they all three look nervous um, as as the six of you walk in. One of the one with the uh, the uh, military rifle steps forward. He's about about six feet tall. He's skinny. He's got uh, uh, black hair, and uh, his hair is all the same length as his beard. And he uh, says, where he's like, uh, hey, 
How's it going? Hello. Who are you? We are new here. We do not know everyone. Hello, Garth. And, uh, you, you, the door to Garth's office is closed. It's just that the person inside was yelling loud enough that you could make out what he was saying. Hello, Garth, we are back. And, uh, when you say, hello, Garth, we are back, the, the door, uh, swings open and slams into the door and, um, you see a guy bend down and underneath the door and stand up and you actually see another GMO as, uh, this one is like extremely muscle bound and he steps forward and the ground starts to shake a little bit as he goes huh another one eh i like flex up a little bit i walk up yeah i am over and i offer out my hand my goal is to like tickle his wrist with my sixth finger as I, as I like shake his hand to make him awkward because that fucks me up every time. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, how's it going? He, he extends his hand out and he says, it's all right. And he kind of notices what you're doing with your sixth finger and he's like, oh, hey, bud, we're not, we don't know each other that well. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's got a mind of its own. Yeah. But, uh, what, who are you? We have met everybody here. We're kind of new. Hmm. Name's Manny. Man, is, is there another person in there with them, or does that look like only Manny and Garth in there? Uh, you you look behind him, and you actually see uh, you see another person in there, and this other person looks to be wearing like a hazmat suit um, that they've that they've uh, added some some plating to that uh, like plastic plating. Uh, Gar se- appears to be still talking with that person. Hmm. Well, what brings you here, Manny? Oh, just uh, bringing the Nunez over and dropping off a delivery. Is that your Roanoke Street Sprinter out there? Yeah. It's, it's pretty. Well, thank you. Uh, it didn't always used to be that way. Where'd you get the parts for it? Uh, here and there, you know. <clears throat> got, got in a lot of trouble in order to do that. Oh, we got a frame for ours and good wheels. Suspension's nice, but no engine. He kind of, and when you say that, he looks outside and he goes, you know, I used to have to do that too. Hook up uh, noodles to it, have him pull it. No, sorry, noodles is the name of our, our cow. Oh, <laughs> all right, well. Um, I didn't name him. Yeah, I did. Bernardo. Bernardo. This is Bernardo. Uh, he he <laughs> kind of starts to look like he's confused, oh. and he goes, he just looks at you and he says, "I have to go now," and he walks past you and he starts walking <laughs> out of the door. That's an odd duck. <laughs> I like him. I flex more. About <laughs> <him>. <laughs> Noodles the cow. Is it like the scene? Well, from or is, it's a Brahmin. It's a Brahmin. It's a Brahmin noodle. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Brahmin noodles. <laughs> um, the he says, uh, "Oh, uh, nice to meet you." What was your name? Kernick. Uh, and as he's leaning from the door, almost as if he forgot his manners, is it? Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, I, I I gotta run. I got a lot more deliveries to make in different different city states. 
Well, how, how far is the next city from here? We came through, and I described the route where you came in. He says, you know, funny, I haven't been in that far out west. I mainly stick to the four. Uh, Thanatos, come on! And uh, you see the, the person that was in talk, talking with Garth, because you hadn't heard him say a word, get up and um, walk outside, of, and uh, you hear this breathing... And it, uh, like the mask looks at all of you and nods the, its head up and down and continues to walk out. Nobody paid attention to me until I put on the mask. <laughs> <laughs> Would uh, my character recognize him? Um, actually, you recognize the symbol on him, and then after a while, make a make a easy folklore test. Okay. Because the cult mm. has grown quite a bit. Yeah. Easy. Uh, that's a 72. That's a failure. You want to use a fortune boy to re-roll it? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you you <laughs> see the symbol. You see the symbol on his armor. And if he's wearing that type of armor, mm-hmm. um, he's obviously important. And you see some filigree around that symbol that, that he's he's higher up there in rank. Filigree? Filigree. <laughs> fancy stuff. Yeah, fancy stuff. Fancy, fancy. So yeah. there were three people in there, right? All nervous, military rifle person, skinny black hair. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Uh, that's Who's the, got the pots and pans? Uh, that person didn't say anything yet. Oh, okay. So yeah. hazmat suits one person, the other GMO is another person. Right, so that's a group of three people that don't seem to have to do with anything anything really to do with the people that were in the office. Yeah, those two that we're talking about. I'm were so in the confused now. There were, there were so three like guys in the main area when we were Okay, because yeah. I thought you were describing people in Garth's office, but we hadn't opened the door yet, so then I was really confused about yeah, what the hell so, was going on. So, no, and, and, so they're just random people. Right, so no, it's a good, different people. It's a good question, and, and I won't. Yeah, so to, to kind of reset the scene, you walked into the main part of the of the gas station where everybody everybody kind of congregates. Okay. And so. Garth's office door was closed. Okay, I didn't, I gotcha. didn't explain that. And but you you were able to hear Manny as you discovered now yell, "Why are we still discussing something that's already been decided?" Um, really loud and slams fist on the table, and then you heard muff, muffled okay. noises through the wall after that. Manny came out of the office, had that discussion with Koenig, and he called back for a man he called, or woman, yeah, a a thing he called Thanatos, and uh, uh, Thanatos came, nodded to everyone, and walked out. So that was all people that were in Garth's office. So two people in the office, three in the lobby. Yeah. So to speak. Okay. We'll go ahead and resume. I'm on the right page. Manny is... uh, uh, sitting there in the door as if he had forgotten his manners. And uh, uh, Thanatos comes walking through, breathing, nods at you, and he leaves. And Manny uh, says, Catch you around sometime. And uh, what a swell guy said. He just spoke up. Manny, what you doing, eh? Huh? But. I had to go. (laughs) Again, he looks confused uh, more than anything else. And he he looks at you and goes, oh, oh, he said. Yeah, real, real nice what you did uh, last time we saw each other. Well, 
I can't help it if you deserved it. Oh, no, I'd say it's real nice. You could have just scrapped me. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, that was like, what, a year ago? Oh, yeah, probably. I don't know. They they keep going by. They get faster and faster as uh, time goes on, so. I don't know if it works that way for you. Uh, I keep track of the days when I'm on. Huh. So I bet you it's a lot less time for you. Oh, yeah. Than for me. No. I remember you, and I remember them. Alright. Well... I have to go now. <laughs> and you hear the bell ding ding as he uh, walks out the out the door. You see him walk towards the car. He extends his hand out towards the 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 woman that is wearing seatbelts basically. And um he shakes her hand and um she whistles. Then you see a dog jump out of the the vehicle. And you hear the engine start up as Manny gets inside the back seat because he had to remove the front seat in order to drive it. And uh, the the engines fire up and rumble. And uh, you, uh, you hear the car take off as uh, this woman is heading back inside. She'll be in in a moment. So the, uh, the person that had his hand on the rifle and said, Hey, um, he says, so... Uh, you all, you here to help Garth too? Yes. Yep. You're not with them. I thought it was like a like a bodyguard. Uh, who are you pointing to? I'm pointing at the now driving away vehicle. Oh no no! Uh, like we're cool and all, but uh, no no we're 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 here to help Garth. Yeah, that's that's what we're doing. Oh. Well, yeah, I'll yeah. Turn it in and see. I'm gonna go outside and grab the medical supplies off the off the car. Bring them in to feel good. Um, you go outside. You start to grab them. Uh, you know, on the way in, you see the woman open the door and um, she lets you out. She goes back in. She's got a she's got a dog. Dog question mark with her it's kind of hard to tell what what sort of breed it is is um you know most of these dogs have just kind of mixed together and um you know and expect any dog to have papers in day and age well after the final countdown is uh pretty rare so she comes inside and looks at the six of you and she says hello hello hi i am brother killian you can call me Brother Franklin if you like. What is your name? Oh, Mike, is it okay if I just call you Brother? Sure. Okay. All right. Um, and she goes, my name's Yua. Nice to meet you, Yua. Um, she shakes her hand and uh, she says, yeah, I'm the leader of this crew. It's like, I can't believe we're here. This is so cool. As she looks around, uh, like at the... Gas station that you're in. Is she a human truck? What does she, she look like? It's hard to tell for sure, but I mean, y- you would assume human by looking okay. looking at her, but she's pretty covered. Yeah, she doesn't have that like super gravelly voice that most like revenants do. Nope. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, she says, uh, excuse me. And uh, she walks over to her crew and, and she's like, uh, AJ, how are we doing on uh, dinner? Is that going to be ready in time? And uh, the guy with all the bags and butcher's cleavers goes, well, uh, I haven't even really been able to set up, you know, <laughs> like, uh, I got to know, I got to know a place to set up. And uh, she says, well, anywhere now I talked, I talked it over with Garth and he said we could go out back. And he says, okay, well, I'll get started there. And when I'm done, I'm done. And you'll get it when you're ready. Okay. And she says, oh, fine. That's a weird dude. It seems I make this. Yeah. Hope he makes good food. All right, so... We can take him. It seems like he comes with a lot of baggage. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. You're making puns in <laughs> All right, so uh, what would you like to do from here? Let's get those medical supplies turned in. Yeah, and then let's get patched up. Yeah. All right, so I take it you're going to go to uh, Dr. Uli. Mm-hmm. Dr. Uli Feleguten. Yes. <sighs> I would like to let them go over there and wait my turn to talk with Garth. Okay. Um, so just to kind of help you all with the layout, I went ahead and Ooh. built out the gas station. Ooh. That's nice. Um, and okay. so this is the door that... That you came in, and I'm sorry for listeners, you can't see it, but, uh, um, so this is the door, this is, uh, um, this is where George Masterson, the, uh, yes? Um, you for a second? At some point, when this goes to a public Patreon, like, mm-hmm. when we start doing it, perhaps, like, as the episodes come out, we could post this picture. So I like, just, yeah, just yeah. a picture of yeah. layout, so if you yeah. post future updates... Um, yeah, we'll go then uh, reference the picture, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out on the Patreon page. Yeah. Um, so this is the area where Dr. Fele Guten is. Um, right in the middle? Oh, okay. Yeah. And then uh, this would be where, like, the counter is and where uh, Rick Stevens hangs out a lot pretending to sleep. And here's, here's where Garth is. Yeah. Might I recommend post-it notes for us players? We need to just drop a post-it note in there that says what that room is. Sure. In the future. Yeah. But, uh, again, it's more of a just an aid to imagine things. So we got main area where the gas station would be, uh, freezer section, uh, uh, back office, um, stock room, and then uh, bathrooms. Uh, so, uh, that's not what I thought they were. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really like the open stall. That's <laughs> like high school football. It's just that's like crazy. high school football team. Yeah. So, uh, what would you? Oh, yeah, you're gonna go to Doctor Uli. Yeah. The light in the freezer section. Still that on. the freezer section that was completely cleared out and has a bench on it as a table um, is on. And Dr. Uli looks a little bit red-eyed as you walk in and he goes, Oh, I see you have returned. Yeah, um, we, we got your stuff. And I, like, drop it on the table for him. And, uh, I lost your door. Um, got hung up in a, in a building and we had to crawl out. And 
I took a bunch of drugs and I forgot about it. And <laughs> then we were like a half mile away and somebody was like, I think it was Frank, it was like, what about your door? And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no worries. Uh, uh, check this out. As he, uh, as he takes a piece of wood that's like on what looks like used to hold a door on a, on a frame, he takes a piece of wood and he just bends it down and it shuts the light off and he takes it and he bends it up. Oh, it's clever. It's good. Uh, well, George, he does wonderful things. Um, he does so much with so little. You probably call him MacGyver. George MacGyver? I, I prefer to call him a master's son. I think I'll just call him George. But we got your stuff. Ah, good. It looks as if you you all are in need of some of it. Yes, we were... I'm uh, okay, I'm okay. Actually, I wonder if you, what it would take to patch us up. Have a nice dirty water cocktail. Well, um, first off, maybe... You are in need of some sort of uh, reward for deeds good done? That'd be nice. Uh, well, let me see the bag. I lay it out on the table. Hmm, interesting bag as he uh, looks over net. it. Hmm? It was the net. Uh, well, actually, there's two bags. Oh, there were? Okay. Yeah. Um, one w- was a net that had the supplies, uh-huh. air quote, in it. One was a uh, cadaver bag. That had a lot of the tools that are used on a, oh, on the, yeah. a table. Okay. And he 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 looks everything over and he says, uh, "Yes, this this will do. This will do. I could do just about everything that you should need. Set broken bones, everything. I just don't don't think I could do surgery yet. But uh, if we ever get the if we ever get the um, the the city hall back. Um, I do have uh, what is necessary there. Um, so hopefully you won't need surgery anytime soon. Um, I could still attempt, but uh, I wouldn't be too confident in it. Um, so let me see. Uh, I shall look and see about uh, what rewards I can offer. As, uh, he bends over. And uh, he starts digging around through his uh, belongings. Hang on. Okay. So that should just about do it for all of you. Uh, no? I think that is uh, fitting. He threw down four... Oh my golly. Oh golly gee. Nine? Nine unless washers? In there yeah. Nine washers? Yep. Nine washers. Holy bananas. Big old washers. Be more than enough to get some of that armor we needed repaired. Yeah. I don't know. Well, if you asked me if it was enough, I would say it was nine. <laughs> <laughs> That joke is bad. I'm like peek around the corner. Likes a catch. Woo! Zed. I did it. Coming at you. <laughs> Bernardo. <laughs> Killian. Oh, that's oh, stuck. Oh. stuck in your dice tower. <laughs> right. well, that's oh, yeah, nice I'll take one. That's 
We got three left. We should use the three of party stash. Yeah, party bink, stash. Idea of party stash. Yes. Use it okay. for what people need. So he, yeah, he lays down the the nine on the on the uh, bench. He says, uh, "That should do it, yeah." Uh, the, that's uh, very agreeable. Thank you, Doc. Well, you know, you brought, you basically brought me a doctor's bag, and uh, well, if you would try to sell it, uh, they would offer you nine. So I figure I just give nine. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that definitely works. Thanks. Um. So. Never made one for bargaining. If uh, if you want, I could take a look at you. Uh, so, you, would you like me to uh, take a look and see? Uh, yeah, if you could, I'm pretty. I have this now. broken lid. I would like. Uh, you wouldn't let me touch it. Let's hit no. He he just reaches out and he pokes it. <laughs> uh, ow! It's not broken. It's bruised. Bruised rib. Then oh, sorry, I have bruised rib. Uh. <laughs> Out. That's good. I would have noticed that. <laughs> it's okay, guys. We can haul. We can go back. Don't mind his ribs sticking out. Okay, so so we will we will take care of this, no? Okay, so uh, what I could uh, do for this? Uh, what is he saying? Uh, you, the first one is free. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just you, you hurt yourself getting me back, then I should take care of your uh, bruise there. Yeah. For him, uh, this will be... Uh, it's not the greatest of environments that you're in right now. It'll be a 50% chance. You can take your time. I am not in a hurry. No? Yeah. So, uh, I can continue to find out what makes you you? You can poke around, but uh, maybe not in the bruised area. <laughs> I, I, again, have never met a, a person of your type before. Uh, so he will take his time, and it'll be a 60% chance. So if you don't heal that, it would just always be there forever? Uh, he'll we can test it again another day. Yeah, but if, if he never gets it taken care of, yes, he will have bruised ribs. He'll always have... Yeah. It, it has to be treated. Huh. I'm sure you can treat a bruised rib. Okay. All right. So he yeah, wasn't uh, a critical failure. He wraps up your ribs, compresses them, and he says, "Okay, try and uh, not breathe too hard, and uh, tell a joke. We'll we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how they do." Can I? Uh, <laughs> oh, joke. Can we thing. use a fortune point for you to reroll? If you want to use one of your fortune points, sure. Yes, I would want you to use one of my fortune points. Okay. To re-roll. So that way you can critically fail, yeah. and I can be infected. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you end up with infected bruiser ribs. Uh, 41 success, Damn. so... <laughs> All right. All right, so we got to roll how many days, right? Some moderate yeah, injuries? Yeah, so I think it's a 1d10 plus 1. 5 plus 1 is 6. Yep, 6 days to recover. Cool. Yeah, okay. But the great thing about uh, now that you're no longer injured, uh, you can actually have bandages applied to you in order to heal your damage condition track, yep. as opposed to just using stem packs. Because in Radiator, stem packs uh, can heal you when you're injured. Okay. Uh, still can't use more than one per day. But I'd like him to try and patch me up a bit. I am moderately wounded. Okay. So uh, you're not suffering from uh, anything besides a few... Cuts and bruises? Nope. 
bad gas. Oh, well, <laughs> but that's because I keep eating things I shouldn't. Like, you remember that protoplasm thing we found along the way? I ate that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Would I be able to assist him, since I have a heal skill, by telling him how he got hurt? Like, oh, well, dog, he bit him here, right right in the groin. Like, uh, yeah, actually, you can. Just okay. a tip. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. <laughs> you, you, no, he's missing. giving him a tip. You know the... Uh, <laughs> the tip he's missing. You know the way of healings? Yes, a little bit. Mm. I just, I'm not very good at it with myself. Okay. With the healings of the peoples... Uh, well, a because of the assist, it's a ninety-nine oh, crit failure. <laughs> As You're well. welcome. Sorry, <laughs> you're now dead. Because you have to take the critical. <laughs> Screwed. <laughs> I was content to let the doctor do his job. What was your role just by itself? Thirty-nine. 39. <laughs> <laughs> You behind the yeah, freaking hospital. Yeah, you always have to use the match. Yeah. You um, always use the critical. Or he heals me 99 times. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> like, he's got, one yeah. he's got one hell of a discount. Yeah, yeah like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that if they, if they like... Uh, they match. That's how many times. Yeah, if, she, if you uh, cut someone open and stitch them up 99 times, that eventually <laughs> the wound might get <laughs> infected. No, I can't. Uh, that sounds like natural armor to me. That's what I have. Is growing in? I've got right. sinew reinforced skin. No, no, no. no. This, not not over time. Yeah, not over time. Yeah. Uh, all right. So your wounds are now infected. <laughs> oh, delightful. Oh, oh. <laughs> kill, burn kill him. Burn put, him off. Kill him. Put down that acid. No. Ah! Kill him. What was that? Okay. Let the doctor do his when thing. He comes out. I would like to carterize okay. his wounds. Yeah, let's give it a little time. Yeah, you, you, you like give it a little time for 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 role playing purposes. But don't forget, yeah. Oh, I won't. This is the first time so, I get to use this. I've never dealt with infected wounds before. Infection. The infection is not properly treated within twenty four hours. You permanently lose one brawn bonus. You continue to lose one brawn bonus for every twenty four hours. Permanently. Thereafter, until I have to wait. You don't want that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Are you sure? You sure? Again, I, I don't want yeah, that. Twenty three hours. When I say when I say wait, wait a few minutes, not wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait twenty three <laughs> hours. <laughs> make him sweat. Twenty three fifty nine. Hang on. And so, right. so. Uh, so Dr. Uli um, takes a look over and he says, you know, I think the dog's mouth, he, mouth, he, he may have uh, been eating something he shouldn't have. Yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. I was the thing he shouldn't have been eating. Mm, well, I think, I think he was eating something he shouldn't have before he started eating something he shouldn't have. What, like cat poop? Komodo dragon. Yeah, cat poop. Well, whatever okay. it is. That was it. Cat poop. Just shouted from the cat other room. <laughs> yeah, that was that Cat poop. <laughs> Cats are dirty animals. They use their turd-digging claws to infect other people. Am I infected with turd-digging claw bacteria? Mm, no. Maybe you, you just infected. Them. I don't want to talk to you. You almost spilled acid on me. No, no. Stop that, helping. That wound is infected. Make sure it's clean. Uh, make sure there's no bad pus. What, what would you say cleans wounds? Like... What what can I look for? Well, you could look for uh, uh, you could look for this liquid. It's in a brown bottle, and I am forgetting uh, what it's hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, you you could look for hydrogen peroxide. 
Oh, um, and I happen to have right. some right. in this bag. Right. And you're overhearing all this, yeah. Yeah. So now, yeah. I'm just gonna sneak up and get him. <laughs> ah! This hot barrel. It's like, like pilot like, light just tilted down, so it starts heating the tip. It's like a wound on my leg where a dog yeah. bit me. And and I'm just, like, <laughs> like before he can even react. I think okay. Just, if I warn bad. him. I warn him, he's, he's gonna, gonna yeah, he's gonna freak out. Okay. That's gonna catch him off. Yeah, All right. no counting. Alright, make no a warning. trivial stuff though. Backhand in your face. Oh, it's gonna be fun. Uh six or lower? Yeah. Six finger death punch. Uh I would like to use a point to re-roll that ninety two. <laughs> Are you sure you really wanna do that? Yes. Do it. Okay. Yes. Do it. <laughs> yes. I do. Thirty-seven. Okay, I yeah. sneak up on. Now we have to spend two. So yeah, you can go ahead and make this test easy for your uh, cauterized wound test. Channel, channel, uh, yeah, channel. channel. Uh, channel four one. Yep, Google. that's all you can do. Get it. Two. All right. So this is what trivial. Trivial now, yeah. Incantation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so seventy-eight. That's just gonna make it at this point. I'm pretty sure. Uh, just don't crit fail. Yeah, don't yeah fail. so ninety-eight. Uh, Twenty-four is a success. Okay. Yep. Tell them what. What's tell them what happens now. Uh, after successfully casting the spell, any wounds currently suffered by the person you touch immediately have their bleeding staunched and the infection seared from them. Oh snap! Yeah. I so just. So you sneak up on him, and he starts telling you about how it's infected. I'm like, now's my time to shine. Like, Hydrogen peroxide. Ah, I tilt the barrel <laughs> down until it's getting super hot, and just sneak up like, that fucking warning. Well, right? Why would you, you son of a? And I storm out, flip the light switch on my way out. <laughs> just standing there by the torchlight of the pilot light. Yeah, we can still see. <laughs> Smiling, super big goggles. <laughs> well, that was, uh, that was interesting. Well, I guess that is one way to do it. It yeah. works. Well, that is the old way of doing it. Sometimes the old ways are the best ways. Is there any negatives on that one? Um, on critical failure, it sends it spreading through his skin like wildfire. Although I staunch the bleeding and sear the infection away, I also set him on fire. <laughs> Critical success, <laughs> it does all the normal stuff, plus it moves you one up the damage condition track positively. So it could have actually like really done some good effect for you there. Yeah, it was really yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. Instead, it just pissed you off and you know, seared out the infection. Also, if you were bleeding, you think me later. You're not bleeding anymore. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I'll walk over and turn the light back on. If you guys start getting bleed effects, I'm going to brand all of you repeatedly. <laughs> okay, so. I might be into that. Uh, anyone else? Uh, I am. Yeah, tilt the fucking am, torch down. Uh, anyone else? Moderately wounded. You're moderately wounded. Don't go in there. You infected your bleeding. Frank's burning people. I don't think so. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, do be sure that to gain one rad from channeling power and uh, and to use um, your and then uh, use your ammunition for your tank. Here. Um, okay, so uh, for for you, uh, he's going to. Have a sixty uh, percent chance oh, to succeed. Hey, you should have said you want to help you out there, Jim. This is Alexia. I don't know. You're not in the room. You want me to help you out? No, I'm not. Him? Is it going to be bad? Yeah, it's it might be. be. No, it'll be good. It'll I be... trust you, brother. All right. 
<coughs> That's a poor Look. decision. But you just put it in the GM's hand, so. I know, just curse my dice. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't a crit. <laughs> it wasn't a crit. A success at 20. Yes! <laughs> oh, take it. Thanks, brother. All right, so you move one step up the damage condition Woo-hoo! track. Actually, it might, wait, he is a uh, barber surgeon. He's an awesome dude, right? He's a barber surgeon, which Nothing bad I, I think. I think got slightly yeah. burned. The beauty mark. Barber surgeons six, six move stars, people up exactly one additional... <laughs> I can't afford to go down one. Hey, guys. Yes. Reel it in. Barber surgeons move people up one step additional, right? Uh, I believe so. Sounds yeah. right. Like Sounds like it that. should be unharmed. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Pay the piper. Whenever you... Yeah, no, sorry. That's yeah. I no, no. I, 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 I yeah. We got it. So, all right. Nice, clean cut. Doesn't look like it was done by a blade, though. Um, but should heal well. Keep it elevated. <laughs> Anyone else need the uh, healing touch? Uh oh. I will not assist him. <laughs> yes, it but is. Uh, you don't but want to I will uh, pull out one of my clean bottles of water. Mm-hmm. Tell him you can help clean areas with this, as I will. I mean, I guess kind of try to assist him, but not assist him. I don't know how that would work. Uh, it basically, well, I just want to increase the dirty or, or decrease the dirtiness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think one bottle of water is going to help oh, in, in this particular just case. It's, it's the whole environment. All right, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> then I'll just keep my water. Wait, yeah. Didn't you have a poultice of some sort put on it last time? I think he just went. <laughs> yeah. Frank, you were vomited on you. All You're right. fine. No, no. Uh, I, he think just, he, I think I think yeah he passed to Frank. Oh, that's right. Oh. That's, why Frank's, that's why Frank's healed. He's just uh, he's anyway. I am Dr. seriously Curry. wounded. Sirs, sirs. Yeah, so you okay. can take time if you like. Okay, uh, this will be a sixty percent chance for him because he's taking his time, and a forty-three will succeed. Yay! Yes. So you move two steps up the damage condition awesome. track. Don't worry, we'll all be branded by the end of this. Yeah. Oh. Well, you all certainly know how to make a man work. <laughs> I ain't making you, eh? Mm, my hands are getting the tinglies. <laughs> are you not hurt at all? No. Well, I was back Hey, Doc, how do you uh, know anything about my kind? <laughs> of course. You have skin, too. It's just different kind of skin. I have a rug burn. <laughs> mm. Not much. Well, I mean, put Can't some. Does she have a rug burn? Uh, we should put some cream on it and then uh, bandage it up. I'm lightly wounded. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, he. Nice. Yeah. Automatic success. Automatic success. Uh, so that's all of you, right? Okay. So tune in next time as we uh, continue on with uh, preparing for the next adventure.